Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi there, I'm Glenn Saville and you're listening to the Always Race Day podcast. What's up guys? Connor Ferguson here with Caleb. Not Helgeval, Caleb Sloha, Damon Helgeval. If you've listened to the Dirt Show, we'll, we'll know if you're a diehard fan of Always Race Day if you listen to both of these. Uh, before we get into the sponsor deal, Damon has a recruiting call. I wanted to cover this on the asphalt portion of the show. Um, so we'll, we'll get into everything in a second here. But real quick, Damon, I need you on assignment. Okay. I'm going to give you an assignment for the rest of the year. You need to remind me the day of every NHRA race to fucking turn on the NHRA race. Completely forgot it was going on. Feel bad about it. Still haven't looked up who won. Uh, well, <clears throat> good news is I haven't either. So there's, <laughs> I thought uh, you were going to say good news. Antron won my best friend. Been, I've been busy watching football all day, so I haven't had a lot of chance. And they had a rain delay. You're the wor- you are the worst drag racing fan ever. I swear to God. Listen, listen, listen. They haven't finished. They moved it to tomorrow because it rained out the semifinals. Let's go. So I you can, missed you it. can watch it tomorrow. Okay, well. You didn't miss it. But I, this is your seven-day reminder. Of- Don't give me a seven-day reminder. I need a seven-minute reminder. Well, we tried that once, and it didn't work either. I did. That was when you were different you were topic. texting me. You were texting me the last race of the year, as our guy Ron Caps is trying to win a funny car championship, and you texted me literal fucking spoilers, and then I ripped them a new one because put your shit on live TV. Put like the final race, especially with points championships coming down the line. Put that final. Yeah somehow get with the time connor buy, buy the package get with the time oh do get the hell out do you know <laughs> we need 17 more sponsors before we do that but hey if anyone wants to work with us uh go look up the jonathan davenport video you can put your logo in front of four hundred thousand people with always race day uh if you have it on the right night so love that stuff um sorry i'm trying to look up brackets for NHRA and who's still alive. Uh, I can tell you. Hang on. They're at Maple Grove. I, I yep. One of the drag racing uh, anonymous person accounts, or I guess you could call them independent media companies. Uh, but all right, so one of them that we, we talk about and follow all the time uh, said that Maple Grove should be considered a crown jewel of the year. Who said that? Come on. 
Okay, well, that yeah, yeah, okay, you got it. So I don't want to rip on him too much. Like, no, I got he, it. He does, he does a great yeah, job. He's yeah. just passionate. I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want other people taking this and going, like, you see what they said about you? So, yeah, you know who it is, though. <laughs> Mm-hmm. you're just you're just a lot nicer than i am anyway I, yeah i try to i try to be my biggest things my biggest fear like anxiety wise especially when i'm at the racetrack is like people thinking i'm a dickhead or annoying so if that I tells see. you guys anything that's just uh, open in my heart you've already got that accomplished so Fuck i wouldn't worry about it <laughs> all right um anyway top fuel final four leah pruitt uh, and steve torrance tony schumacher and doug Coletta. Fuck. In top school. Yeah. What happened to Antron? Did they did the refs fuck him? I don't remember. He's faster than the four schmucks that you named. I'm just kidding. I don't know about that. Uh semifinals for funny car will be Chad Green, Robert Height, Ron Caps, and Bob Tasker the third. We're ready. So your boy alive there. Uh Pro Stock, Matt Hartford, Kyle Koretsky, whose family owns Maple Grove. I think there's an inside job there. Um, Troy Coughlin Jr. and then Erica Enders. And in Pro Stock Motorcycle, it is Matt Smith as well as Hector Rana Jr., Chip Ellis, and Gianna Everest. So uh, upset Gage Herrera in the second round. Herrera had like a 700 point lead on the field in points going into the weekend. So um, basically, he's going to win the title. He doesn't screw up. Hey, Damon, your internet, your internet's acting, your internet's acting like Jay Norvell, the Colorado State head coach. It's it's shitty and sporadic, much like his comments. Oh, you're good now. Good. Say say what you were saying again. I don't remember what you said. Oh fuck! All right, we're okay. And now I've cussed three times but, in this episode. It, so awesome! Appreciate I the Colorado Group for presenting our podcast. They're awesome people. I swear to God, um, I cuss a lot. That's just me. I'm sorry uh, if you're offended by that. Go ahead, Dan. Um, no, I was just going to say that Gage Herrera dominated the regular season and could lose the last seven races or six races of the year and not win the title. Like the guy had won the first five or six pro stock motorcycle races of the year and could not win the title. And that's okay. All right. I'm, I'm going to, I'm guys, I'm going to give Damon like a, a kindergartner assignment. Lesson. Dude, you're doing like NASCAR 2010 analysis here are the chase I, I you could win 25 races and lose the last 10 and not win the title it's yeah i get it they're trying to drum up excitement i assume gage is gonna go out and win in and dominate i agree i think he is too he's got the fastest spike in the property but you know you win if you win that many races a year and not I, that's that's my whole gripe with the nascar playoffs i get it it's cool and you want to create excitement. And you want to have storylines and stuff. You don't want to have a, a points champion decided. Right, can I stick up? Can I stick up for NASCAR here for a sec before I shit on them about Road America in a bit? Because we wouldn't have gotten, and everyone on here, every listener, every everyone who has ever listened to an Always Race Day podcast knows what we think of Ross Chastain, but we wouldn't have gotten his badass damn move at Martinsville without the NASCAR playoff format. And now we won't ever get it again. So does it really matter? 
I don't, it's, people said it was dangerous. People said it was a video game move. Kyle Larson said it, it makes the sport look stupid. I don't know. I don't know where I really sit on that today. Um, I haven't thought about that in a long time, though. So I'm glad we could pick my brain there. But I, I don't know. I, like I said, it's it's got its faults. It's got its good things. I don't like how they just completely reset and put everybody within 10 points. Like, you should be benefit. You should get some sort of benefit. Yeah. Winning what? Like, races. every win should be like 20? What's a round? Like, what's from – because I haven't played that NHRA game. Before. The top fuel division is way too easy. It's 10 or 20 points around. I don't remember what it is. Yeah, I would, I would they, give you, I would give you like two rounds for every win. And I think that would be pretty fair. Yeah. But I think that you could still have a lopsided points battle going into the playoffs. You could, but, uh, you know, it's still it'll still even itself out if you lose first round of the next race and somebody behind you, you know, it's just like anything else. It's just like any other cup, any of the NASCAR playoff setting, same exact thing. You know, Martin Truex still has – basically a, a half race buffer now yeah after base after being on the bump so he's now i think i saw he's still back in the points lead or something like that if i'm not mistaken yeah. we'll, we'll get into that um i just saved it hold on i'm bad with my big thumbs right now we're getting there we're getting there oh uh da, da, da. Hold on one second. Sorry, guys. This is terrible podcasting. I completely apologize. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where the hell I saved it. My bad. Truex is back up to second. But yeah, I agree. It's kind of funny that like one race, you're literally like almost being eliminated. And then all of a sudden you jump right back up to p2 in the points like yeah you you're you're like hey you're almost being eliminated and then all of a sudden it's like oh you have like a 40 point gap now like right hey uh the shitty part about not doing the podcast as like one episode is Ayrton tweeted and i didn't see it in time and it says should have sent the b main tires Burn off four four rears and two fronts today three rears and one front on prelim night at Jonathan Davenport can have this place. I'll take Knoxville any day. More like our uh, Lucas Oil for the hockey. And I realized we did not touch on that in the dirt show. It was not finished. That's why we didn't do it. I, this is God damn it! I didn't remember to say anything. <laughs> Caleb, you're, Caleb, the split show idea. I love it, but I hate it right now. <laughs> I mean, it would be super helpful if, like, we were somewhat organized coming into them and didn't just try to go off the cuff. I'm just going to shit on by my own employees. The only haters also, I have work for me. Also, if I need to pay them better. In the 45 minutes, if we didn't mostly talk about you drinking beer and Iowa State football, that also would probably we did, Dude, we talked about that for, like, a minute and a half. Relax. Noah, did you see Noah? Did you see Caleb's face there? Were you scared? I'm I'm always scared. I have anxiety. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, it's a haunted face. What do you say, Damon? I say when you look at Caleb's face, you have to be scared. He just did this. He did the Beetlejuice eyes, like 
No, uh, the clown from It. You look more like that. Pennywise. Pennywise, thank you. Absolutely. That's what you look like. Oh, oh don't act like that was a bigger insult than what you said to me. I don't think you look <laughs> When the hell's Hawkeye Downs going to invite me to help them come up with ideas for next year's big race? Um, your your idea for the big race for Hawkeye Downs will be have it at Knoxville. Right, I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna say just knock a fence down, have Gravedigger jump over it. There you go. People will come to see that. The big the big event is put a jump on the back stretch. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta run a figure eight at least three. Damon, do you remember what my original take on that was? Like when that came up? Yes, I do. What was it? You wanted to have a jump on the back stretch of Daytona. It was was it Daytona? <laughs> There's no way it was Daytona. No. I think it was someone was complaining about like the format of things. Maybe just the super speedway package. If it was Daytona, that's what it was. It wasn't great. I think I said I think I said, what do you want to do? Have them put a fucking ramp on the back and have them jump like the stadium super trucks? Yeah, and then that's all you wanted to do for the next like three weeks. It's a good idea. <laughs> I, I want to see, I want to see race car jump. Nitro Rally Cross. Uh, oh shit, that's not what it's called anymore. What what the hell's the new Rally Cross name? World Rally Cross. Oh. I don't know. No one cares. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. We're never gonna get Travis Pastrana at this point. Damon, do you? It is eight o'clock. Do you have to go? I will be here in. Uh, I got five minutes. All right. Until, until eight ten. Damon is minutes. Damon is calling the next Chris Bryant for Columbia Women's Bowling. He doesn't like that. I called a different girl that is the star player, Chris Bryant. That's my nickname for her. He doesn't like that, but I'm doing it again. So this is what Kayla's talking about. <laughs> I'm, I'm opening everybody, our listeners, to our personal lives is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to connect with them, Damon. How about we talk about Bristol? My, well, like my, my, next, talk about my next big push is going to be let's shit on our own employees less on shows that we fucking put out ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Denny Hamlin. I don't know. It makes Dude, I just started going into NASCAR and you just, what would you say? <laughs> Said it. I said it makes it more entertaining. Yeah, it does. I, I completely agree with you. Um, Caleb, and now Caleb's texting me in the group chat, and I have to pick up my phone. Whatever. I'll look at you. Oh, you're good. You're good. I saw. I, okay, we're good. Um, Denny Hamlin wins at Bristol. Did you guys see that the highlight tape he put out after the race saying we ain't going nowhere? And uh, the uh, quote that he had. That, like, I, I just. That's no, it's not it's Tom, Tom Brady. Brady yeah, it was the Tom Brady and Gronk video from the Super Bowl. No, um, I believe it was Kyle Kuzma and Lonzo Ball uh, for the Los Angeles Lakers, yeah, maybe. my damn team. And there was rumors they were going to get traded, and they stayed on the Lakers for the rest of that season. Then LeBron traded their ass in the offseason, and screw LeBron. Thanks for the title. Appreciate it. You traded all, all the guys that I like cheering for on the Lakers got traded because LeBron didn't like them. So, uh, yeah, not pissed about it. But Denny Hamlin, uh, every time he 
does some, he goes out wins Bristol. He tweeted today. He said, "This is our year." Um, like I, he has the confidence right now. I think he's the most progressive owner NASCAR has seen in the history of the sport, and I think he will be the most progressive owner we'll see in the next fifty years. Fifty is probably a little too much for that prediction, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, every time he opens his mouth, or about nine out of ten, ninety percent clip, I, I become a bigger Denny Hamlin fan. And the best part about that is, my dad came to late model nationals this weekend, and he fucking hates Denny Hamlin. Yeah, everybody. I mean, he he got booed after winning. Um, somebody even threw a cucumber onto the track. Yeah, I saw that. That was hey, weird. That cucumber was wrapped. The cucumber was wrapped. It was safe. It had a cucumber condom on it? Yep. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, my favorite was, so he gets out of the car after winning, and uh, he's being booed, and he acknowledges the crowd and says, hey, I beat your favorite driver, uh, which is a great line in itself. Yeah, then Marty he, Smith. <laughs> yeah, then whoever was, I, I think it was Marty Smith. or uh, uh, It was Marty Smith, wasn't it? Or Marty Snyder, nah. sorry. Marty, yeah, Marty Snyder. Snyder. And uh, Marty Snyder goes, who? And Denny Hamlin goes, all of them. <laughs> and yeah. saying, you know, he beat the entire field, and he did. And um, just uh, It's typically how winning works. Yeah, yeah. just a great call-out, though, that, you know, he was getting I, booed, and he, he did it. I uh, I, I agree with, with uh, Dave on this. I'm not a Denny Hamlin fan. Can't stand him. But that is an all-time quote. Like, that's an all-time great quote. What I, and, what I like about Denny is if he wants something done, he'll hold out on other stuff, and he'll go get it done. And he's looking out for the betterment of the sport. He's looking out for the betterment of his career. And I hope he wins the title. I, I hate doing the – Let's make another fucking list for social media in the off season because there's not racing going on. There is. You just don't look hard enough. Okay. It's always race day. I promise you that. Um, let's make another list about who are the best NASCAR drivers without a championship. And it's just annoying because it's especially today. Like it's very hard to win a NASCAR championship. You have to be, you have to win a race and then you have to be dialed in on rails 10 weeks in a row. That's tough. That is tough for any team. Don't care who you are. Don't care what tracks are involved and all that stuff. That is tough to do. So you can be a great race car driver and not win a championship. That happens. I think if you called David Gravel or Carson Macedo not great sprint car drivers, you'd be a damn idiot. So I hope Denny gets one just for the sake of that argument. And I, I do love, absolutely love everything he's he's doing with stuff even if he can be a bit of a nerd or a bit annoying sometimes um also good mark martin is number one on the yeah list. i know i know i've done the list yeah. 17 times i've seen i just I know see it every I, just, week. I just had to i just had to make sure we all were in agreement You're, but, you 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 ran well I, richard petty is number one on my list because all his championships were mickey mouse championships Okay. Well, for, not note, knowing, for not knowing your roots, that's why. Damon, go recruit your next Chris Bryant. All right, good luck, buddy. Let us know yeah. if we can NIL anything. Sounds good. Appreciate it. All right, cool. See you, buddy. So, um, thank God. Now we can do real work. <laughs> coming and going, um, the, the big notables, Logano, Harvick, 
out of the playoffs. Yeah, defending uh, champ out of the playoffs. Noah, has that happened before? I and guys, I, I, we will get better at prep sheets. I'm going to do them regularly now. It's like on my list of like things to get better at. I have goals. I know. I, out in round one or just out in general? Cause out in round one. Like, out in round one. Um, It almost happened in 2015. Harvick had that Hail Mary mm-hmm. in Dover to keep from getting eliminated round one. Um, let's say I mean I wouldn't oh, no Logano would have made it so here's what I know they had a fact of Logano has only made the final it's four the first time in year this is the first time it's ever happened I believe yeah if my if my math is checking out if it's math then yeah Damn, that's crazy. So I, I trust you. Like I, I think that is, and if it isn't, we'll make a correction. Maybe it's the second time. Who gives a shit? And Logano, I mean, Logano was running bad, but he had a shot until Corey LaJoy came around because for some reason in the middle of the race, Corey LaJoy decided like, hey, I can win this. And I, I mean, and I, I don't it's know. a shame. He ran a great race, but... I feel like that happens with LaJoy sometimes where he runs a great race and he has a good car and he just like, he he eats his Wheaties and then he eats a little, little too much of his bowl and he just goes absolutely <laughs> ape shit in the middle of the race. He tries to eat his Wheaties, but Popeye's spinach falls in the bowl and like, <laughs> dude, Corey, just, like and I, I like Corey. I think he's a good, dude. he's a great interview. Like I, go listen to his podcast. Like he is entertaining. Good guy. Um, and, and that's kind of what I look for when I, when I look at, you know, who is guys I want to root for and stuff like that. And I, I don't have that show up in my writing. You can challenge me on that. Go try to find something. Um, but it's just when he, like, it's just the Spire deal and, and being in that car, you know, you're underfunded, you're, you're already at a disadvantage. He just, he tries his ass off to win and sometimes you wreck. And it, it's unfortunate, it sucks for Joey Logano. Um, but yeah, slowly Slogano, as uh, Big Cat calls him from uh, Barstool. But uh, yeah, that's I, I don't know. It just sucks. It just sucks for him. I don't have any more than that. I guess on that. I mean, but yeah. yeah so one of the beneficiaries, uh, Harvick, also just ran horribly. I mean, what he ended up five laps down. I think. Did he look uh, in his yeah. mirror and see Chase Elliott and drive into the fence this weekend? No. So it could have been worse. So that's good for good for Kevin. I don't know. It could okay. it couldn't have been much worse. It couldn't have been a whole lot worse. I just gave you the one scenario how it could have been worse. But I just want to make the Chase Elliott joke because he's not in the playoffs. We don't have anything to root for over here. Did hey, did Chase advance in the owners' playoffs? Because that's what I care about. Yes. Hell yeah. yeah. All right, we're back in it. You we and your still, owners championship. We can still win an owners championship, which is the one that pays the money. That's the one that matters. I don't know why you guys even look at the drivers' playoffs. Because that's the one everybody pays attention to. Hey, people have stupid fans. NASCAR does too sometimes. Sorry. So I, in regard to Bubba, since Caleb's, you know, yeah, brought it yeah. up as well. Dude, his, uh, his, his shush to the haters. I love it. I, I, he, and people will say that he does too much with it. I, you know, 
okay, go ahead and say it. But every time you watch an interview and you're like, I, I wish this guy had a personality. Fucking Bubba has one. It's cool to see. I love it. Yeah. But the thing him too, the man literally gets out of the car and people immediately start booing him. So like, I feel like it's, if it was a deal where, you know, there was two people booing him and then he was like, Oh, the haters and blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like then it, I agree like with that. I didn't know people booed him. Oh yeah. As soon as, as soon as he got out and like, as soon as NBC went to interview him and he like popped up on the screen or whatever, the stands immediately started booing him before he even opened his mouth. He was booed, booed during introductions. I mean, if any, yeah, if there's it, any representatives from McDonald's 2311, Michael Jordan's team, Denny Hamlin's team, free idea for you. Just have Bubba call Bristol dirt a dump and people will like you. Like, I, I feel like we're pretty, we're pretty solid and set on, on advice to give drivers and what to say at this point. Yeah. Something like that. So, but anyway, I'm, I'm begging Caleb to just have fun with my bullshit today. I am, I'm in a very relaxed, this, I, I shit you not. Today was my vacation day. I have tried to do my absolute best to not get on Twitter too much, to not get in my text messages too much, not to work, just to reload myself for whatever the hell Iowa State's going to turn into in the Big 12 this year. Oh, no, uh, sorry, uh, Noah. I, I thought Noah. I thought I interrupted. No, thought you had whatever you wanted to say so, before. Now, yeah. Um, I saw a tweet and I really liked it. So I'm going to basically just word for word bar for. How do you really like a tweet? Because I thought you could just only like it, and it used to. Be- yeah. Well. I read it. My brain says, Hey, I really like that. Okay. All right. But, um, it's talking about moving the goalposts essentially every time Bubba succeeds, like the goalposts just keep getting moved. So it's like, Oh, well he's never going to win a race in the cup series mission accomplished. Well, he'll never, he'll, he'll never win again. That was a fluke is a rain win. Okay. Mission accomplished. Well, he's never going to make the playoffs mission accomplished. Oh, he first round exit. Easy mission accomplished. So like 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 where where do you keep moving the goalposts like, well, like now that's a that's actually a great point because a lot of the comments I've seen is well he's gonna be out next round like yeah, it's, it's just it doesn't matter some people I mean obviously like you have people that are gonna hate just to hate for a myriad yeah, don't, of reasons and, I'm not and, gonna get into I don't want to I don't want to amplify those people's voices they don't matter yes. it's the guy that came up to Matt Campbell and said he's on the hot seat and almost got his ass beat by a head football coach at a college that he wore a jersey to and to wear face tattoos in that video is even more cringy. Like a grown man wearing face tattoos. I, I'm very big on go wear a hockey jersey, go wear a football jersey of another dude. That's not like diminishing, but you wear face tattoos. I'm like, that's a little weird, buddy. Uh, I like the passion though too. So, but NASCAR wise, I gotta stop doing the Iowa State sh- shit on here. Um, NASCAR wise, did you, did you guys, what do you think of the racing product? Cause I've only watched highlights. I haven't gotten to watch the whole race yet. It some was, good, some bad. Yeah. That I'd agree with that. There was, there was fucking, fuck that fucking dirt back then. Damn it. Sorry, Caleb. No, now, Caleb stop putting dirt on it and maybe we won't lose the groove as bad. Oh, shut the fuck up. It did not make a difference. You know how long they power power wash that for? That's like a six week project to get the dirt off and yeah. power wash it. 
yeah, you're power washing it. You're taking any sort of groove that has like has a chance of being laid, and you're you're scrubbing it off. I don't. I, I don't want to pretend to know the science on asphalt track prep. I don't even know dirt track prep very well. So. <laughs> It, it, so, yeah, so, I mean, that's that. A, a little bit more of an analytical standpoint in regards to the racetrack and not just dirt versus no dirt. Um, the top seemed to come in a little bit better, but the bot I mean, the bottom was the dominant groove, but it was like detrimentally dominant at, at times because there were, there were times where everybody's on the bottom and they're just stacked up like, bumper to bumper to bumper to bumper and a guy could drive in on the outside and get a spot or two by the time the accordion kind of releases all the way because you know it's just so slow on the bottom at that point because guys are checking up for each other to not run each other over or somebody bobbles or something and so it was it was more more you know it, it to a degree some of the old style bull ring but you know, less bumping and beating at times, unless you're Corey LaJoy. Um, but yeah, it's really, yeah, that's, there's, that's pretty much it. I mean, it was, it was your normal Bristol night race, lots of comers and goers and lots of, lots of strategy for, for points or, or for track position or whatever. So you say a lot of comers there, a lot of comers and goers, man. Okay. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Yeah. <laughs> And there's we're gonna we're gonna know who listened to the dirt show when we post this. I send a message, reply, like and subscribe to YouTube wherever you're listening. Tweet us, let us know what you think, let us know what you like, don't like, all that stuff. Um, I'm on NASCAR's NASCAR.com to find the playoff point standings. So I had a nice graphic that someone posted, and they posted better. Goddamn NASCAR also, website pisses me the fuck off, man. It, like, this is like, it's confusing. So I, I don't know. I don't know if you can see my phone. Here we go. I got it here. So like, it's very the the ranking. Yeah, the ranking order, like the graph doesn't match up. And then like, I, I swipe to the right a little bit here. There's like nothing to it. Uh, you can't see wins. You can't see cutoff. You can't see points and stuff. It's just weird. But also, that's, like that's the top where Byron's at. Byron's two lines down from the points he has. Weird. Mobile versions broke. Hey, well, let's do. Let's get this out of the way now, and we'll we'll talk playoffs after that. Fix your shit, NASCAR. Fix your thinking, fix your line of work, fix, fix your shit, fix your cars that are dangerous, fix your shit. I, I am so, I, seeing the headline that NASCAR is not going back to road America, I, I anticipated it for cup. I was not shocked about that. Seeing that they're not going to race road America for one of their 30 fucking three Xfinity races, after that track sold out, put a hundred thousand fucking people on the property for a weekend for your cup race. You took that cup race away after you saw a hundred thousand people. There's like four stadiums in college football that see more than a hundred thousand people come to a football game. 
how in the hell are you not going back there? I almost wonder if it's like a deal where they feel no, and Noah, Noah just did the money fingers. I, I want to be adamant about this. It, it is not a, if you're losing a shit ton of money with a hundred thousand people in the stands, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. That's on you that you don't know how, how to market your event, how to run your event, how to set up all that. If you can't make money with a hundred thousand people in the stands, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Cause you have to be pretty bad at business. Quite honestly, that's just my personal opinion. You can shit on me all you want. Please do. I, I welcome it. I want critiqued. The fact that you're not going back there is a slap in the face to every fucking fan that has ever been at Road America, every person in the state of Wisconsin. And, you know, being an Iowa Speedway guy, I've seen people get bent over and fucked with Nelu. That's what I tweeted earlier today. That's what you're doing to Road America right now. I, it's I almost, absolutely ridiculous. Go ahead, Caleb. I almost wonder if they're they're looking at it of a stance from like, okay, all these people showed up for Cup, and well, so what? This this year they had just Xfinity, right? Yeah, I think so. So I wonder what their crowd was, and I wonder if they basically have showed like okay we brought cup everybody wanted to come for cup and now we like went back to xfinity so i wonder if people are now like oh well it's not cup so man i don't want to go so i wonder if it's what like one of those psychological things where if they take it away for a little bit you know if they if they take it away for a couple years and then say hey guys xfinity's back then all the people will go oh we want to go back there now because yeah you know, and I, I hate that thinking because i think you take it away from people and that ruins it i think people don't come back after that people at the late model nationals talked about how the event used to be a sellout not a, a literal sellout at Knoxville. it's pretty hard to do that there's a big capacity there but people talked about how good the crowds used to be and you know stuff that happens to it i i don't believe in the like take two years off and it'll get bigger unless it's a pretty unique event road america is more of a standard you know very big road course uh very big facility um and a very cool facility and you sold out a race they don't sell out every week would they have nine sellouts last year and they were aiming for double digits this year was that the does that sound right, Noah? Something around those numbers? Probably. I could. I can't speak on that. <laughs> every track, every track that sells at a race, should keep the race the next year. And if your reasoning is the Olympic break, I get what your TV deal is. I get that you have no say in NBC. I freaking hate the Olympics. It's the worst damn shit in the world. I, I don't. You know, watching curling is boring anyway. Would you go watch a college curling match? No. Can you go watch one and say, like, you go USA, fuck Mexico? That's going to tie into something later. Just wait. But you can in curling. You can in the Olympics. And for three and a half weeks, that's all NBC cares about. And I, I hate that damn aspect of everything. If you're going to blame it on that, it, you don't have the balls to just put it in gym. It's stupid. I, I, I'm just... I'm so over with shit that like is so dumb that you're looking at it and going this, I have to be stoned right now. I have to be hammered. 
I All right, so let's say this. Let's say instead of Road America, they go back to Iowa Speedway. Well, you're putting things up against each other. Like they said, they didn't go back to Road America because they went to the Chicago Street Race. You raced at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Oval, or not Oval, I was trying to say Roval, but road course. You race at the IMS road course. That track sucks. Scrap it. You go to Road America because they sell out. You don't sell out at IMS, despite obviously the history about it. It's a cool track, whatever. You that race should have been scrapped for Road America. And the fact that they scapegoated uh, the Chicago Street Race with that's why we got rid of uh, Road America was disgusting to me. And I don't know if NASCAR personally. I don't think they put that in a statement or anything, but that's how they made it come off. And I thought they should have done some better PR to alleviate those rumors. I think I used that word right. Did I use it right, Caleb? Yeah. Okay. That's half confident, yes. I, sorry, I'm sorry. I, I like some rants in here, but that that really, really pissed me off today. It's just dumb. I just, I also think you're watering it down too much because like, it's not when you're, there's 10,000 things that have to come together when you're putting a schedule together and it's not just as easy as. I, I agree. Well, what I want to be saying here is sticking up for those fans. You don't get a hundred thousand people at many NASCAR races. I would say it's like five Daytona, Talladega. I guess that's four right there, and then Bristol. Yeah, I, I would say it's like six, maybe seven, at most. And you? Yeah, I don't. I just I find it interesting that they're you know not going back with Xfinity, especially more than anything, you know, since they've gone to Road America, there's been how many Olympics? So like. They went, there two year, they went there last year, right? 2022? Well, no, this is going to be the first time that the Xfinity Series hasn't been there since, like, 2009. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, you know, uh, the Olympics can't necessarily be the reason. But, yeah, it's very interesting that something that has worked for that long is, is going to be taken off the schedule. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's super unfortunate. It is kind of following this trend of, like, us in the Midwest losing NASCAR races. And that's something that is definitely scary. Um, and I hope that it's not a trend that continues, but don't say it's, it's scary. A, don't say it's scary. We're pissed off. We're mad. I mean, it is scary. I'm, because, I'm so mad about Brett Moff and the call they made to screw over Brett Moffat. I don't, I think they're anti state of Iowa, quite honestly. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, <laughs> I hope I, if you're from NASCAR and you're listening and you want to critique me, by the way, critique me. I would love that. Get in contact with me. my DMS on Twitter are open. Um, I do want to say that like PR wise from the road America and in all that situation, all the comments of why they went one way or the other, they did not make those. That was, fans and other people that don't necessarily matter, but some of those might've been assumptions. I don't know. That's how it came off to the fans, to the people I talked to, to the important people in dirt racing that I talked to as well. 
and I talked to a few this weekend about it. Um, but you're screwing over the entire state of Wisconsin. I don't know what to tell you other than don't be an idiot. You look like idiots. Well, and if there's one state in this area that has the most dedicated asphalt fans, it is Wisconsin. Do so, you, are you guys just going to shit on Knoxville in the state of Iowa? Asphalt! <laughs> you guys! Asphalt! Iowa Speedway. Connor. We're, our website, I, I put Hawkeye Downs and Iowa Speedway ahead of the state of Wisconsin. That's no. what I'm saying. I'm just, no. I'm literally, I'm, throw, I'm, I was just trying to make you laugh, Caleb. Don't get mad at me right now about that. Because you're, you're shitting all over the state of Wisconsin. I'm not. I just defended them for ten minutes and said fuck NASCAR, which isn't good for my career. <laughs> I don't know what. So anyway, this has been our best two, two podcasts back to back of all time, in my opinion. I hope you guys are enjoying it as much as I am. I'm having fun, Caleb's. Caleb's not. He's frustrated. I can tell he's just mad. Because it's so frustrating. We, we're, it's just a constant derailing train. But <laughs> I think it is indicative of a larger problem that I have noticed in regards to NASCAR and their scheduling since, you know, 2020, uh, you know, and the 4th of July weekend in particular was disrupted. Um, when they took away my beautiful, sweet child, the Daytona July 4th night race, they have salutations, salutations, brother. Sorry. Since they, since they, they took my sweet boy away from me, um, they've got an identity crisis as far as their 4th of July is concerned. They keep bouncing around and every year I keep hearing. Oh, Noah just <laughs> Noah just kicked his mic off. My cat, my cat just unplugged my microphone. <laughs> Mid rant, this cat. Yeah, hold on, hold on, everyone on the YouTube. Nope, you're not. This podcast, this podcast episode is yeah. my all-time favorite. It's a criminal. Oh my god. Oh, uh, so anyway, before I was rudely interrupted. Um. <laughs> They every year I keep hearing, well, this is NASCAR's new Fourth of July tradition. I heard it with Road America. I heard it a little bit with Chicago, and it's it's like, well, I I don't I don't think that there is necessarily a quote unquote Fourth of July tradition. It feels like a revolving door at this point, and it is one of the more important weekends of the year, holiday wise, and. I just mostly wanted to use this to continue pushing the agenda that Daytona should have never left the July 4th weekend. And as fun as it is, as a cutoff race at the end of the regular season, I feel like it's just as fun on the 4th of July weekend. There was nothing wrong with where it was and it rained. Yeah. All the time. Newsflash. It's Southern Florida. It rains. It it rains in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just, you're not going to escape that. And I feel like moving that race to, you know, hurricane season maybe wasn't they've they've gotten really lucky that it's only rained like the one time. But God, it it absolutely pissed rain that year. I'm in, you know, you can farmers almanac all you want. I think some of it is kind of just luck, quite honestly. I would agree. 
uh, and it's rained everywhere else too this year. Yeah, so, it has uh, rained like everywhere in Knoxville. It rained, dude. Like the first, Ayrton Jenison lost his sponsor after three rainouts at Knoxville. <laughs> Didn't run oh. car at all and lost his sponsor out of it. So I won't say any. Uh, well, screw those guys. They know who they are. It's all good. Uh, they won't listen to this either. I guarantee that. <laughs> if you're about to send it to them. If you're about to send it to him, I'll figure out who you are. I will. Don't do that. You can. I don't really care. Don't do that. We don't need that bullshit. Um, with with that race, like with their schedule, you know, I, I think you have a lot of contracts working. I get it. It's it's fluctuating and stuff like that. I, I just when when the fans show up for you, you should give back to the fans. That's my thinking on that and stuff. At least let it's like drivers with us. Right. It's just like drivers with us. Like if they help us, we, we give back to them. You know, that's where we're, we're on Charlie McKenna's race car. We're on Kurt Schroeder's race car. We're on, you know, we, we've done sponsorship deals and stuff like that. Um, and, and some more standard than others and, and some more doing a favor, um, give back to people that help you treat people how you want to be treated and nascar's treating road america like absolute fucking dog shit so i i just thought it was disgusting let's talk nascar playoffs um then we'll talk the uh, clash announcement and, and we'll get out of here um but william byron and uh martin truex jr obviously are at the top of the deal 36 bonus points each um, Denny Hamlin has 32. He's 21, 21 above the cutoff. Those first two guys are 25. Um, and then it, it drops off pretty substantially. Uh, Kyle Larson is in fourth. He's only 12 points up. Chris Butcher is, I'd say miraculously. And I, I hope that if there's a Chris Butcher fan that listens to this podcast, Denny made a comment about the five Denny Hamlin fans in the stands. I feel like there's four Chris Busher fans. Uh, he's my buddy had a Busher shirt on in the stands the other day. There you go. Awesome. So we've tried like twenty five percent of them. Yeah, there we go. I, I like Bush. It's like being a Dallas Stars fan in the state of Iowa. There is four of us. I know all of them. One of them used to kick at the University of Iowa. Fun, oh. fun little niche stat for you guys. Hope you did. Hope you liked it. Um, but yeah, Chris Busher's 10 ahead. Uh, Kyle Bush is eight. Uh, Christopher Bell is five points ahead. Tyler Reddick, three points ahead. And then the cutoff guys behind it right now. Ross Chastain minus three. Keselowski minus six. Nope. Keselowski minus three also. And then Blaney is six behind. And Bubba Wallace is at a 14-point hole uh, going into playoffs i i do think some of those guys ross chastain hasn't done anything miraculous this season uh i i don't anticipate him now that i say it he's going to go out and win a race or something and get to the semis um but just a lot of interesting storylines going into this three race stretch and i just I like the playoff format. Like I, I do got to say that what they did with it and, and how they're doing it and the rules and stuff like that. Like just as far as that goes, I, I'm always excited for the next race in the playoffs now. And I wasn't in the old format. So love that. Good job, NASCAR. 
there we go. We're good Getting again. your bounty points back one yeah. step at a time. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to have to do a lot of ass kicking or ass kissing. Uh, for the, uh, yeah, you get it. Um, what What is the biggest thing you guys are looking at going into this next round? I want to see if Truex is going to figure it out or not. I'm yeah, he's, to... I think for the first time since 2015, he's had four straight finishes of 2014. Oh, no, yes. Rain Man Noah, hell yeah. That good job. I saw that tweet earlier. That's all I saw. Oh, don't uh, say that. You just say that you know the step. I'm just kidding. If I knew who tweeted it, I, I would have credited yeah. him with it. I saw it, yeah. Whoever said whatever, but. I that feel was a like, nightmare year for him, too. I feel like in previous years, it's almost been like there's like six, seven, eight guys that could make the final four. So it's going to be really hard. And there's going to be like some heartbreakers that, you know, don't make the final four. And I feel like this year's a little different where like, we, we almost don't have enough people that I feel like really could make the final four. Like, it's almost like, just nobody's been that spectacular. I mean, there's been a couple, don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, Hamlin and Larson, I think are the, the two that fall in that category of, you know, should be in the final four, but I feel like it's almost like everybody else is just like not really proven themselves quite yet. And that, that makes me more excited um, because you get – this is where you know the xfinity series for a while used like names are made here as a slogan and names weren't made there under the old rules and like i don't love limiting how many races guys can run because i think having whoever in a race is cool you know if you could get steve kenzer to run any nascar race if you could get jeff gordon to come back and run any nascar xfinity race just like dale jr friday night I, I've never cheered so hard for a guy to win and fucking a somehow even not in, not even in a next gen car, he ended up on fire. That was crazy in its own right. But I, I do. My want favorite part though is he was having so much fun that they had to pull him out of the car because he, despite being on fire, he didn't want to get out of the car. They, he wanted them to put the fire out so he could get back going again. Was that what was, was that what that was? Yes. He God literally, damn it. Oh my God. I'm going to buy 17 Dale Jr. shirts tomorrow. And my boy. So, yeah, it's been great. So I don't know if you saw, but his suit actually like caught on fire. Um, yeah, he burned but, a hole in the bottom of the, the pants. I saw, I saw Gluck's tweet that he was like, hey, Jeff, check this out. I burnt a fucking hole in my suit. But he pulled into, like, somebody else's pit stop right next to, the, like, fire safety, and he was, like, motioning for them to put it out, and they ended up pulling him out of the car. Which Yeah, because I, wa I watched that on, on a stream on Friday when it happened. And I, I was like, who's he motioning to? And then I was like, why isn't NASCAR fire crew out there? Why did it have to be John Hunter Nemechek's pit crew? That was weird to me, but it's just where they're stationed. They, they were there to help him, and that was good. That in, I'm not, that is not like a slide at NASCAR, by the way. That is... Their pit crew all has fire suits on. They're apt and can help 
in that situation, much like Brad Sweet in Geo and uh, Spencer Mason helped Carson Macedo at Knoxville this year. If you're there, help. I mean, if you're, I, I don't know, I shouldn't say it like that, it, but they were like good enough. God damn it. Everywhere I phrase this, it's cool to see another pit crew help him out of the car, despite the fact that he wanted them to just put the fire out. And you got to have big balls to go do that. So that was cool. I did not, but yeah, I didn't realize at the time that he was trying to get them to put it because we got late models running around the racetrack and I'm watching the next to me race. It's like, this is not good for what we're doing here. But I want to see if Dale Jr. wins this, wins this deal. So yeah, that was cool. And after what was it 13 years since all last one at bristol he got the win um so you know that's cool for him he's back in 2024 run it back again baby uh, another another 13 years he'll probably win again i can't but, believe that was like a contract discussion is he like on the verge of retirement um, well, there was there was rumors that he was going to take over a couple different like cup rides and stuff, and I mean you never know. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I get it, but the guy's been the next. He's he's the Todd Bodine, the modern day Todd Bodine. Okay, but, but Todd Bodine at least like got to run a few years in Cup. All Guyer's big break with the Cup Series was H. Scott Motorsports. What do you want the man to do? I think did Michael not race for them too? Yeah, and he was worse. Oh, shut the fuck up, Noah! <laughs> God, no, you guys are yeah. just hating all over my shit tonight. Whatever Connor likes, we're crapping on. Scott car, which isn't saying a whole lot, but yeah, it was one of the coolest thing. looking cars. I will say that. The, the reason that Allgaier has not gotten more opportunity, I mean, I watch him in the Xfinity series and we've documented he's been now in the Xfinity series for 14 years. Or Are you going to shit on Allgaier? Cause we shit on too many people on this podcast. I just uh, want to let you know. But I, I watch him even this year make mistakes that a guy who is in his first, second, third a veteran year, shouldn't make those mistakes. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's not. I mean, you're gonna make mistakes, right. but it's just things that when you're when you've been doing this now for 13 years, you know, in this series, you shouldn't make some of the mistakes he does, and so that's why you know he has not won a championship, and that's why like they they kept talking about they're like, oh well, he's led so many laps at Bristol, so many laps at Bristol, so many laps led at Bristol, and I I said to Josh, I said, notice how they're not talking about how many wins he has at Bristol. And then they finally, well, he won here back in 2010. And I was like, yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's so finally, you know, he was able to do it. Um, but yeah, that's just one of those things where, and so I don't know if, you know, it was really big news that the contract, I think he was just saying like, oh yeah, we just signed for another year. And, um, you know, that, so that was part of it. And then, you know, you had Corey Heim winning the, the truck race, getting that done. Uh, made the pass late on Christian Eckes, who won on a late race restart the week prior. So it was kind of <laughs> karma, I guess. I don't know. That's probably a better word. But Noah, Caleb, give me your hottest take, your hottest prediction uh, for this round of the playoffs. I really have to go pee, but I can hear you from the bathroom. I'll mute the mic, obviously. But I'll be back in 35 seconds.
What a visual. All right. Caleb, do you want to go first or you want me to? That's tough. If you've got something, go for it. I think um, three guys below the cut line make it to the round of eight. Interesting. That's I, something. I think Kislowski and Bubba and Blaney eat it out. Now, here's my thinking. I'll explain it a little bit so that it's not just a baseless claim. Um, Kislowski has, I mean, RFK has been a world beater. Never thought I'd say that, you know, but they, they've been on fire. Busher has been fantastic. I think Kislowski has the speed and he could very, very well make this a, a deal, especially he's only minus three. This deal's so close this year. It's not like there's a guy that's, you know, 20 plus points back. Like Bubba's 14 back. He he could make that up in a race if he if he has a, a fast car like he did at Kansas. Um, you know, he he could very easily put himself in the conversation. And then Blaney, he's so good on super speedways and Talladega is in this round. So, I mean, I, you could, you could definitely make the argument that all four could advance and we could have some real fuckery going on. But I, I think that Chastain just hasn't been very impressive this year. I'm not seeing it from him. As far as the guys I just listed, I actually think Blaney is the least likely to advance because Penske's been absolutely horrible all year outside of him winning the 600. But I mean, yeah, I, I, I think Kozlowski and Bubba for sure at least could make some noise and, and advance through this deal. And then a couple interesting tidbits before I pass this baton to you, Caleb. First off, under the, the current playoff format, this round of 16 elimination was the closest together that all four drivers have been ever. In, in, in a cutoff race, as far as the 16 point gap from Truex to McDowell, who was 16th, that's the closest uh, they've ever been together, which tells you just how close to, you know, we are, you know, competition wise. It, like, it felt like that. I'm back, by the way. I did not hear what you yes. said. So, Blind, Blind, did you say good things about Ross Chastain? Um, no, I said he's actually just, just kind of been. Oh, we need unimpressive. We need we need a Ross Chastain homer on the podcast to balance. I it. like Chastain. I will. I will. Uh, you're fired, Noah. For him at times. Right. No, Noah. Noah's done the rest of the night. Won't talk. Mute. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> but he just this year outside of Nashville, he's just been he's just been there. You know, oh, yeah. to 15th was, place. He was fast until. He got pulled back, and then he wasn't fast anymore. And I, they, I find that very interesting. But Trackhouse has also had some really off races with Suarez too. So I yeah. think they're they're just struggling a little bit. Um, and they're going to have a technical alliance and expand. Yeah. Plus, yeah, they're going to have Zane Smith. Yeah, which is big news him. for them. One of the top pr developmental prospects. Um. You know, seeing him get that opportunity, I'm interested to see how the technical alliance with Spire is going to, or the Spire's alliance with Trackhouse. I'm interested to see how that's going to play out because that would that's, be big it's for two of the, it's, of our. It's two of the little guys 
in this it's kind of like if Tulane and Texas San Antonio's football programs like met up and said we're gonna tackle this crap together you know that, and that's really interesting what the little guy just shelled out forty million dollars for an imaginary like thing. So I don't know. <laughs> Spires loaded, like they just. Dude, I don't know. There's money know. there. Do you think? Do you think there's more money there than there is at Hendrick Motorsports or Joe Gibbs Racing? Or no, definitely not. It what is, that, what is Joe? Gibbs, what is? Is it Joe Gibbs Racing? Yeah, he's worth it. Okay, good. No, I I don't know. I was doing a weird thing in my head where I thought that I called them the wrong thing. It's like the dark. No, like Darlington should be a speedway, not Darlington Raceway. It's weird to me. I don't know. But yeah. But well, yeah. What, are, so, what, what were we on here? Uh, that spy. We were, we were talking yeah. about my. I think, and I also think that. Yeah, I don't know if you heard it, but I think that two to three guys that are below the cut line will advance into the next round. I, I think we're going to have some guys fall, fall back into that. Um, Cause I think Kislavski and Bubba and potentially Blaney could, could all very easily make the next round. You could, I mean, I could, I could, I could write a, you know, 2000 word article about every single one of these guys about we'll how they, they could conceivably make it. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah I had I had the idea way too late I would have done a nice little little playoff lead up before the round of sixteen I you can do it now I don't care playoff started you can but, do it before yeah. race um, but yeah so I yeah I kind of yeah I had talked about that a little bit and then one last interesting thing because I know Caleb has some stuff he wants to say um, he always does so I I've been I I follow along with it and. On Twitter, there's a guy, and I don't know remember his name off the top of my head, so apologies for that. But okay. he keeps track of the Winston Cup point standings. Oh, I hate that guy. Never mind. No, it's not okay. No. We're not mentioning his name because um, that's not the plan. That's not how the points work. It's like when you when you look at the hockey standings in the divisions. Now it's how it works. Um, actually, okay, better better comparison is the NBA standings when they put them in divisions on ESPN. Yeah. And their app puts the standings in divisions and the playoffs are not whatsoever, not at all designed and formatted by division. Like it's, it's so fucking stupid. Like, and they do it every week. And then people are like, look at this, look at how cool this would have been. And it's like, it wouldn't have been cooler, dude. It wouldn't. It, the top seven it points are within a race of the leader. We could have had an all, this could have been like 1992 Hooters 500 level fuckery when we get to Phoenix. If it's Yeah, but we're still sitting here. I mean, all you would do is say, look at everybody. Like they're all really close in the point standings. This is historical. This is crazy. And it wouldn't get people to watch the sport more. It just won. And I, I'm sorry if you think it's it's a gimmick for television ratings and, and to get new fans. It is. I completely agree with you. But that that's just what it is. You're not going to change NASCAR's mind by being mad about it. You might as well embrace it. I think it's stupid to look at and old points. It's not about not embracing car. it. I just think it's interesting, like because it's it's yeah, it is every I, I, I shouldn't completely years. shit on you because you I've been trying I'm trying to throw back at you because you've been such a dickhead to me tonight. 
That's it. (laughs) (laughs) But it is interesting. I completely agree with you. But it's just, it's tiring to me because it's the same damn argument and we've had it before. It's like every sprint car crown jewel. For some reason, late model fans, at least in that aspect, are pretty damn smart. They know their issues. They know their problems. And everyone kind of agrees on stuff. Sprint car crown jewels, like there's track prep discussions and then there's how long it takes to get the A main on the track. If you even have a 15 minute break between the final race before the A and then you have the A after driver introductions, then we're arguing about driver introductions. And it's just fucking dumb. You know, it's just this is the way we do it. You getting mad about it isn't going to change anything. Just go embrace it. Go have fun with it and get entertained. That's what that's what this whole thing is designed for. Um, sorry, I, I've been very ranty tonight. I apologize. I got one rant in the back pocket still. So Oh, God. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll get there. All right, Caleb. Throw it on me. I've let you have time. I don't know. I don't have a whole lot for, like, this next round. I mean, I think we're going to see – Somebody surprising, um, probably. Okay, next a surprise winner with a round with Talladega in it. I'm shocked. Yeah, I mean, I'm but just fucking with you. That's part of Talladega. As stupid it is, like we can literally whatever. But and then I think we'll, I think we'll see one of you know kind of the main guys really struggle um i don't know who but i i could definitely yeah i i completely get what you're saying because i was thinking that from the first round like you just have that it, it kind of every year we've done this it kind of shakes out the same way where it's like oh you have one surprise that got cut and you have one surprise that you know it we thought he would be below the cutoff at the end of the round but he's going the next round yeah, so I, I mean, I think you could see somebody like a Larson or Hamlin, um, Byron, you know, drop the ball for a couple races. Because the problem is, it's like this round, if you have, you know, two mediocre races or you have a decent race and then a bad race and you go to Talladega, you can easily get taken out by someone random and, you know, then you don't move on. So, um, you know, I, I think that's there's a good possibility. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Go ahead, Noah. Oh, I was just I was just saying I agree. I mean, I okay, okay. We we all super yeah. agree on this, and that's all the context we have. Yeah, the short the yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of the shorter form of what I said, basically. Like somebody quote unquote surprising. I although I mean realistically at this stage in the game the 12 that we have now i don't think it would be surprising to see any of them do well they got here for a reason um it may not be people that that you expect but that's just kind of how the last year or two has been in nascar yeah it's it's a ncaa tournament type of deal with more uh, people shit on the basketball tournament college basketball um because it's single elimination it's like a a bad way to determine a champion but it it is the toughest championship to win and i think nascar is a lot like that you have to be solid for 10 weeks in a row and it's not a you know just straight up 10 10 race shootout it's bracketed every race matters every weekend matters I, i love love that aspect of it and 
it just it keeps getting shit on by people um a lot of dirt people too that just want to say screw nascar come watch my sport it's better which sucks like i i'm a big hockey fan that happens with it. i think i've mentioned every sport other than racing on the show tonight we're working on it we're getting there uh but yeah i i just love that aspect are we are we good to move on to the last rant of the night mm-hmm. i think so all right so nascar announced today uh that the clash would once again it's the budweiser shootout the it's now the bush clash i think bush is still sponsoring it i believe uh but the clash at the la coliseum will be back at the la coliseum in 2024 uh with the support of the nascar mexico series I want to, before I say what I'm going to say, I, this is not, I don't want this to come off xenophobic. I don't want it to come off like I think the NASCAR Mexico series is a total clown show, anything like that. Where's my liquor? I might need it. Yeah, whatever, whatever you guys, whatever you think of it, I'm not hating on the country of Mexico, people that come from Mexico, or any of the drivers from the NASCAR Mexico series. But holy shit, the guy who won Daytona and ARCA didn't make money. They lost money winning at Daytona International Speedway. That should never happen. I get racing is based on sponsorship, your relationship, TV deals, stuff like that. Do you know how much ARCA would benefit from running the Clash or the Truck Series? or the Xfinity series counter argument you you, real you're once give me 30 seconds okay okay you're, you're fine i'm just saying the same stuff so i, I don't want you to react before, you're good but go ahead you can't like you have people losing money in arca every damn week you're out there the purses are so embarrassingly low there's one guy that searches the internet goes through the deep web to get the purses and tweets them out it's not that hard. I could look. I could look it up in twelve seconds. And tweet it on Always Race Day, Caleb. Damn it! Why? I'm sarcastic. No we don't ever talk about Arca on this show. <laughs> I, lo- I, I love Arca. Chris hates Arca. I want to get you guys face to face. We're gonna have that debate about what it is. And, and Arca needs help. They need help. They need promotion. They need. They need stuff. William Sa- Sawalich and uh, Jesse Love going at it every week has been awesome. Frankie Muniz in the series with even with the bad luck he's had has been awesome. It's cool to see, but they need help to grow. They, they do. And if you're wanting to go to an ARCA race and expecting to see an NASCAR cup series race, you're stupid. You don't go to a single a baseball game expecting to watch the New York Yankees and uh, John Carlos Stanton and the other big guy over there, Aaron judge. Um, ARCA needs help. The amount of series that you could put as a support series before the clash, or not before the, before the NASCAR Mexico series at the clash is insurmountable. You could put monster trucks there the day before on asphalt. You could put nitro rallycross there. I know you you guys are going to shit on me for bringing up rallycross again. Uh, you, you could throw like freestyle motocross the guys that just jump in the air and do flips and shit. There's so many things that would be more enticing to me as a support class than the damn NASCAR Mexico series. 
I, I think it's an insult to Arca. I think it, it just, I don't know. I just hate it. Okay, but think about this. What's literally the next weekend for Arca? Daytona. Okay, so you want to talk about, like... Okay, Ar- no, no, that is a good point. That is a very good point. That Yeah, okay, it would be a lot for Arca teams to go from California to Florida. That was what you were going to say? That, that I was like, I'm being such a bad host tonight. I apologize to you guys. And I'm open to discussion. Send me your ideas. We'll, we'll talk about it on the show. If you comment, if you give us your feedback, we will talk about it on the show, I promise. But go ahead. Yeah, either. <laughs> Sorry. I especially think now, too, like, you know, years ago, if you were in this situation, you could be like, well, because the ARCA cars and the K&N cars were different. So you could be like, well, let's have the K&N West series because, you know, they're there and they're not doing anything and blah, blah, blah. But now, you know, those guys can go run Daytona. So I feel like the, the big thing is trying to get your your teams and everything there for Daytona and you know that's going to be more the focus plus i understand too nascar wants to basically draw more attention to the mexico series and what better place to do that than the los angeles market so you know for me i think it's 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 cool because you're from the United States point of view saying, Hey, let's throw the Mexico series a bone, try to get them more attention and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and, that, and that it's, a, that's a positive for them. And I'm, I'm all for that. Like, just like Arca needs help. They need help too. So the, don't, yeah, that's, I, the biggest fear I had coming on here and saying what I was going to say was if anyone took it in like a way that's like, I don't like the country of Mexico because that's completely false. I love nachos. And I know that's not technically Mexican food, but I love Mexican food. But no, it's good for the the, the Mexico series guys too, because it's going to be probably, you know, one of the bigger races that they've ever been a part of. Plus, you know, they're getting to come participate on a weekend with, you know, Kyle Bush and Kyle Larson, you know, like those guys. So um, I, I, I get it to a point and I, I, you know, I think it's just a good extra series to have because I think it'll have a lot of benefit. Um, are you going to shit on me if I said that they should throw a USAC Silver Crown race over there? I mean, you could definitely do that. We try to throw everyone enough bones that we can, but I, I think I need to throw more bones to USAC too. I think more of that stuff is is definitely needed. I mean, that's we talked on the Dirt uh, show about – you know, the dirt Bristol deal and how they had, you know, the local classes there a couple years ago. And I, I think unfortunately that track is just not great for that because so many local guys want to go do that, but just with how fast that track is and everything, I mean, it tore up a lot of, you know, local equipment, but like Eldora you're still going to have it where you get stuff torn up, but like, I do, I do want, I do want to tell you before you say this, uh, that like your top speed at Eldora compared to Bristol is like seven miles per hour difference. Like the, it's still really fast at Eldora. Eldora is a, a big track in dirt track terms. I, I agree. I mean, but you're, you're, I, I would be interested to see like in the middle of the corner, what the difference is because i feel like you do slow down a bit more at eldora in the corner um than on the straightaways but and i could be wrong on that but you like 
we've been there to see, you know, some of the support class Eldora and I feel like stuff just didn't get torn up as much. Um, so, you know, something like that would be great. So, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd love to see a bigger weekend out of it. Add the, the USAC cars to that weekend along. And with, they have that know. partnership with flow that has been awesome. I've watched some wheeling races on flow racing and, and we love flow. We love what they do. Uh, for the sport, uh, love Michael Rigsby. Uh, big shout out to him. Kendra Jacobs works over there. Good friend of mine. Um, Derek Kessinger kind of let me basically copy his format of video, uh, and he he he's like, whatever we can do to grow the sport, keep doing it. And I I love that we have great people in motorsports, and I don't view it as a dirt versus asphalt thing. Um, but I do hope that. You know, may, hopefully someone from NASCAR heard this from their friend and said, hey, this guy just shit all over NASCAR. And they listened to the whole show. And at the end, I'm like, hey, throw you sack of bone. Get them there. That'd be cool. I also think just going back to some of the ARCA logistics, if you think that they can't get a purse for Daytona, do you, do you really think somebody's going to make sure we get a purse yeah, for the and, LA club? Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Like the, so the take was more about that. There's more series that need help before the NASCAR Mexico series. If that makes sense to you, I don't think they don't need help there. I don't think that they're completely like out in the wasteland, but it, like I, I'm a big believer of like, if you have your hand in 17 pockets, well, make sure the first one's good, make sure the second one's good, and then the third and then the fourth, and you kind of do it in order. It never, life never works like that, right? Like everyone that has a to-do list and you have your most important one at the top, it never works that the most important one gets done and then you go down the list in order. It's just not what happens, but... Yeah, my thing was just, I, I feel like it's not a slap in the face to ARCA, not anything like that. Um, I just would have liked uh, to seen ARCA get thrown a bone or something like that. Um, but yeah, logistical wise, I completely get why it didn't happen now that you've said that. Because I didn't realize that when, it, what, like eight days? Not even, probably six days in between the clash and when ARCA races at Daytona because they race the Saturday before the weekend of the 500. So it'd be tough. And yes. honestly, I, I love the ARCA Daytona race. I wish ARCA raced a dirt race at Volusia. That'd be cool. They race so much bullshit during Dirt Car 